Welcome everyone to Coffee Mornings and Champagne Nights. I'm Amanda. And I'm Kaylee. Join us with a cup of coffee. Or champagne. Or candid conversations about life, goals, business, and love. All while we laugh about how we've gone from party sidekicks to kick-ass boss babes. All while still managing love, parenting, and modern living. From reminiscing to setting goals, let's raise a glass to some relatable girl talk in each episode. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I feel like we're finally getting good at this and we just kind of started. Is that my delusion? That is like your just confidence level is on point right now. You're like, I'm really good at this new thing that I just started doing. (laughs) Always, always. Okay. So today, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about like some business stuff? Yeah, let's talk about just being a business owner. What does that look like? Um, I think there's just some topics that we can dive into about owning a business, being a business owner, all that entails in that glamorous life. Oh, yeah, because people, do you feel like people glamorize being a business owner? Uh, 100%. I think people look at being a business owner is they get to come and go whenever they want to. Um, Any moment they can drop everything and go on a yacht <laughs> and just take a vacation and where that yacht be oh where's my yacht that's what I don't know. <laughs> do you feel like this is business owners glamorizing this or this is others that are maybe not in business thought about business owners oh this is definitely not b2b like this is not i do not look at you and think like she can totally go on a vacation at any moment and her business just be fine. Like this is people that I think like work for us or maybe us? Are not, uh. not, not, uh, <laughs> not, but not anyone that's not an entrepreneur. I think they can look at business owner easily and just have like a very specific picture they paint in their head that is like the farthest from the truth. Well, and don't get me wrong. I do think in some aspects that mindset is true. But where I don't feel like it's true is when you look at someone like us, like a small business, a new business, even most businesses that are not small or new, but like, let me tell you something, the world of business, I had no clue what I was getting into when I decided to be a business owner and no one taught me how to be a business owner. Hell, I'm still learning how to be. Wait, so if you, hold on, if you can, like, would you do it again knowing what you know now? In a heartbeat, but I think it's in my core. Like, I think um, you've talked about it before in the sense of you don't know how to be bored. Same. I don't know how to not have this pressure. I don't know how to not be this busy. I don't know how to not make my life hard. (laughs) (laughs) I think there is a spirit of like entrepreneurship or business owners or leaders that like you either have that or you don't. It's so funny. Like 
I don't think I would ever be satisfied going to work, coming home, and being done. But there's so many people that are. And I don't. Which I'm like jealous of. Like, <laughs> I wish I could just be satisfied with enough <laughs> for like getting your paycheck and like just yeah just like living. what's that life like I don't know but at the same time I would never want to just get a paycheck like as much as stress stresses me out I love being stressed what see and I can see both sides because I come from the corporate world like I've actually had a corporate job for most of my adulthood but I've always, so I knew what that paycheck was like and I knew what that stability was like, but I also had like such a drive and like side hustle mentality that I didn't know how to just be in the corporate world. Well, and so I think that's funny because in my sense, like I own a salon and I still actively work behind the chair. And I do feel as if there are so many people that view oh, Amanda's so busy, she makes so much money, whether they work for me or they don't work for me, they're either guests, family members, whatever the situation, they view myself as really busy. I've built my clientele. I have my dream. For the most part, I literally love 95% of the people that sit in my chair. Like they are ideal. I vibe. And people view that as Amanda just makes so much money. But what's funny is me as a business owner, yes, I own the business. Yes, I work behind the chair and that's how I do get my paycheck. But I earn less of a commission because I pay myself a commission than the rest of my staff does. Oh yeah, they're they're killing it compared to us. 100 percent <laughs> make so much more money than I do. <laughs> oh my God, yes. And uh, what's funny to me is like uh, one day I do not want this to be my life, but it is a sacrifice of myself as a business owner that I do choose to make because that's a choice as a business owner that I'm in a new venture. Like no matter what I may produce, like that is not of the best interest of my staff. Like that would be extremely selfish of me. And that's part of the reason why my first salon actually failed. Because I didn't have the best interest of my staff and the end goal of my salon in mind, it was a, well, I can't make below this. So this is what I'm going to pay the salon out of what I produce. And it failed miserably. And then you drive yourself into the ground. So this was one thing that we, um, we talked about. So there was one day. I remember you and I were talking about like numbers and business and operations and how all of that works. And you brought up um, the book Profit First by Mike Malowski. And now I live by that mentality. So if anybody has ever heard of that book, basically in a nutshell, that book is the envelope system in like a digital world. So that is where you open multiple (laughs) checking accounts. Wait, do we still use envelopes? (laughs) Uh, What's an envelope? Okay, wait. For anyone that's younger, (laughs) no, that's so true. For anyone that's younger than a millennial, um, so what? Twenty? I don't know. Twenties and younger. There's this thing called writing a letter. (laughs) People do, but no, it's true. So you basically open up multiple checking accounts 
and you say this much money is going to, or this percentage of your income is going to go into each. Mm-hmm. And you taught me how to run my business like that to where I wasn't taking more or less than I should be. And see, so for myself, like that was kind of the first slap in the face when it came to, because I do come from a past of failed salon ownership, failed business ownership. And all the while I was going through it, it was a very like self-reflecting. It was a struggle to stand my ground. And that was not the right situation for myself as well as there was a slew of things that went wrong with it. But with moving forward into present day, if I was going to do it, I had to pivot. I had to make changes. Otherwise, what's the definition of insanity? Which don't get me wrong. There's plenty of days like, am am I insane? Like, I feel like I'm doing the same thing that I did yesterday. Yeah. Um, But that book for me was a huge pivot as well as like, I think there are so many aspects of business ownership that are glamorized. And in reality, like there's not a whole lot of just blunt face talk about what goes on behind the scenes of being a business owner. It's fucking hard. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that you have to know everything about everything. And it's like, nobody talks about the fact that like, you have to know a lot of stuff, but like, I'm human. I don't know all those things. Well, and you you can read every book under the damn sun (laughs) and you will never have all the answers. You will always be wrong in some way, shape or form. But I think the good quality of being a business owner is what do I need to know right now? And how can I be like, how can I learn everything about that thing right now? Because that's most important. And that's the top priority just to get through tax season or hire a team and learn how to do payroll. Like that's the kind of stuff that like, you don't need to know that when you first open your LLC. Like you need to know that when you're ready to like expand and grow and have a team. Well, and I think for myself, there was so much pressure on opening this new new salon venture that I put on myself where I wanted all the answers. I wanted to have everything in line before we opened because I've come from a failed past. So for me, failing this go round is no option. So all my trauma from the first one, whether I thought it was trauma or not, but now like hitting topics, it's like realizing, oh, actually you do have past trauma from that. Like how to not let that trauma hold me down and hold me back. It is so coming from a background of that past trauma, it was learning how to not let that like paralyze you because like at the end of the day, you're never going to have it all figured out before you need to have it figured out. Right. Like, you're just not. Um, so like, how do you handle putting out fires? fires that happen every single day and we don't mean like literal fires people I think so I have a rule for myself like little things that happen or I'll get an email that I don't like or somebody will send me a legal document you know or something like that I have a rule for myself that I have to give myself 15 minutes and it has been very successful for me because I can t- I tend to be very emotional 
in my responses. So for example, so I have two stores where I sell and design earrings and um, accessories. So if I have an upset customer or something or somebody's, you know, asking like why their stuff is taking so long or whatever it is, like I get very emotional in a sense where like I have to give my, like read what the situation, whether that be an email or like figure it out in person, but I have to give myself a minute to like digest it. And it's like that fight or flight thing where I digest it and I figure out what the best steps are going to be. And then I execute because otherwise like the B that first gets the email or that first deals with the situation is not the me that actually handles it very well. <laughs> Those are two different people. <laughs> oh my God. Like if you don't have multiple, multiple personalities and own in a business, who are you and what unicorn can you teach me? Oh, your ways? Yes. The me, the immediate me is like super dramatic, very uh, like I get my feelings hurt, like I'm super emotional, like how dare them say X, Y, Z. But then the me that handles the situation is like super professional and she's like, she's on it and she can write things in a way or say things in a way that it's like much more, much more professional. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, so question for you. Knowing what you know now as a business owner, and knowing yourself 10 years ago, would you have hired yourself? 10 would you years have ago. 21 year old Amanda. Okay, because I'm like, 10 years ago, 100%. Okay, we, I think we're older than we think we are. <laughs> I'm about my age for so long. I'm, don't ask me how old I am. At 21 year old Amanda, myself as a business owner, would not have. I would have hired me. I would not have kept me. You have, how long do you think you would have given yourself? Do you think you would have fired you? <laughs> 100% I would have fired my ass. What What would 21-year-old Amanda have done to make you fire her? Uh, what I did every day. I came in so damn hung over and like half the time I was in the same clothes that I went out the night before in. <laughs> you bet... You bet your bottom dollar, as I think it was Annie said, I would have fired myself. I am, this is the funny thing. And I, I think it relates back to what I said, like that you can read all the books that you want and you're never going to learn it all. Like I try to be the business owner that needed to lead me at that time. So I try to have a conversation in the moment of when something needs to happen. Now that doesn't mean something happens, just react. But a good friend of mine always told me there's like this, I'm going to butcher it, but it's basically this 48 hour rule. If something bothers you for 24 hours, you need to have a conversation within 48 type deal. So not as in, if it bothers you for 24, give yourself another 48, like you need to reflect on something. So putting out fires like you were talking about, there's some fires that we need to have a conversation about that just bug us and bug us and bug us. And then there's some fires that really are just like burning just embers. Yeah. Like they they may bother us in the moment, but then we're going to forget about it in an yeah. hour. And whatever. that could be like you just had a bad day and it's like somebody did a thing that just pissed you off. Does it really bother me tomorrow? Most times, no. 
Yes. And I think that's where I say, like, I would have 100% fired myself because, like, someone should have had a conversation with my ass and was like, boo, this is not a job. This is a career. Like, if you want to be established in this career, you need to start treating it like this. And coming in still drunk from the night before because you had a large triple shot daiquiri. Um, Dancing on the stage. Yes. Like that's not acceptable for your clients. Honestly, I still do some guest hair that I did way back then. And I'm like, what were y'all thinking letting me even touch your hair in the condition? They probably were like the adventurous people that were like, I don't, I don't know. know. Let's see what Amanda's going to do today. I, like <laughs> I reeked of alcohol for sure. Um. So no, I, yes, I would have hired my 21 year old self because I've always been a hard ass worker. Like work has never scared me. She would have had like two weeks and she would have been cut. <laughs> oh. She would have had two weeks, maybe max, before she had a conversation. And if she didn't straighten up quick, <laughs> she would have been gone. <laughs> That's what about you? Um, no, she was a brat. <laughs> no, she would not have gotten hired ever. I would have done one interview and I would be like, this girl is too outspoken. She's got too much to say about everything. Like, lose the attitude. Like, no, I would have never hired me. So how does that affect you? So we're in our mid-30s. Yes, it's hard to hear. We're in our mid-30s. Don't say that. How does this conversation play off of your employees now? Like, how do you take this mindset and move it into your current business? So I try to be for my girls. I have a team um, between two and three girls, just depending on, you know, what season we're in. Um, but I try to be the person that I wish I had. So there are a lot of questions and like business. Now, of course I have great mentors in life and family and all of that. But as far as like a business mentor and like, a, you are going to be a boss babe kind of girl. Like I want to be that person for somebody that like, I wish I would have had. And throughout the years, I've found certain people that, you know, have been my spiritual mentor, my professional mentor, or, you know, different things like that. So I try to wrap all of that up into one and be that for my girls. Now, it depends what they're asking me and it depends how open they want to be with me of like how much of each topic or conversation I'm going to give. But I want them to like look at me in a sense of like, well, she did it. I bet I can do that too. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? No, totally. I'm in a mindset of conversation versus confrontation. Yes. That's so, so like, good. I 100% agree with you about be that person that you needed type yeah. deal. Because I look back at myself at 21, and yeah, I was just living my best life, having so much fun, <laughs> which was great and everything. But when it came to my career, my job, my business, I like needed that blunt honesty of, If you don't get your shit together, no one's going to do it for you. And like, thankfully, I feel like you and I had enough sense to do it ourselves. But think about how many people, they don't have that self-realization. They don't have that self-motivation. 
or they maybe didn't grow up with that strong stability of self, which I'm thankful that I did have. Like, if I can say one thing, my parents helped mold me into the independent person that I am today. Um, So thankfully, I was able to pull myself out of that. But also, I think some of that was realizing who I was surrounding myself with. Oh, yes. That I mean, don't they say like you are like the what five people that you hang around the most like you become that mm-hmm. like I think I I've always been very good at realizing one when someone or some ones are maybe not serving me in the best interest not like in a beneficial way like um surface level way but I truly believe that we need to surround us, we surround ourselves with people that bring help, aid, and bringing out the best of ourselves. Yes. You know what? Um, I hate when people say like, "This is me, love it or hate it." Like, this is who I am. Like, I kind of can't stand that idea. Idea because I feel like you can be like the best version of yourself. Like, no, I have some like bad qualities and brattiness but like I don't want to be that you know what I mean and so I don't like when people are like take it or leave it and it's like no there's people that can like help bring you into the best version of yourself but I don't I actually this is funny I don't view that as a bad thing when somebody posts that and I only say this because I do know someone I would say very surface level of knowing like we are not deep level yeah but recently they posted something about this is me take it or leave it if you didn't like me then you'll definitely not like me now and knowing this person even as surface level as I do I respect that about them because it's not they're not coming off of Take this or leave it as in a negative way. It is coming off as a, I'm tired of trying to please everyone and do what everybody else thinks I should be doing. So this is me. And if you can't accept this as me, it's okay. That makes sense. And like, obviously you want to be, you know, authentic to yourself, but I don't think it's a, uh, you know, a cop out for the bad qualities. No. I think that's how, like, where... I don't like the, you know, the Well, and I think you can tell the the difference in someone that is being genuinely themselves or genuinely an asshole. Yes. (laughs) I I would say so. (laughs) Like, I mean, there is actually a difference. But so whenever it comes to, like, your different aspects of business – like let's let's just get down to the nitty gritty. Let's say you're sick. Like, what is your expectation of you being sick as a business owner and your staff being sick as a business owner? Like, how do you navigate that? Oh God. So for me, I own two stores and we have a very small team that run, including myself, that run both stores. Like we cover all the shifts. We are, you know, one person is there all the time. So on the days that I don't feel great, I can't really call in because my mentality is like, if I don't open the store, first of all, I have store hours that, you know, 
I don't want my customer to walk, you know, walk up and I'm not open. But for me, it's kind of like a, as a business owner, if I don't open, I don't make money. And so it's a different concept to my employee who's like, I just don't feel good. I don't, I can't come in. And I'm like, yeah, but that causes us to close for the day. So it's, I don't really, I mean, I make it very clear to my girls when I hire them, like this is the situation. I'm not saying you can never be sick. I'm not, you know, I'm not that person, but at the same time, <laughs> <You're not allowed. laughs> use it wisely, you know, but at the same time, like they don't have the connection to like the, yeah, but if we don't open, we don't make money or we don't get that opportunity to make money. So I think our mentality is like for them, they're like, oh, someone can cover it. I'm like, actually, you are the someone. <laughs> I look at it as like, a, I guess I'll go feeling miserable or not, just in case, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a different level of responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. I look at it as there ain't nothing like a have to. Like... <laughs> I can come off so non-empathetic. I don't know if that's the correct term that I meaning when I say that, but I have a very like to an extent black or white. You either want it or you don't. No one's going to do it for you. Like don't expect a handout. And I think coming in to me, I'm very clear with that when I hire you. I will help you. I will guide you, whatever, but I won't do it for you. So if I have someone that is calling in sick all the time, you can bet beyond anything that it's just not going to work out because like, don't get me wrong. I want to go on vacation. I want to do this. I want to do that. But like, it's all about the integrity you have in your mindset. So If you want to reap the benefits of the time off, if you want to reap the benefits of the sick time or whatever, you better be damned that you're putting in the work whenever you're not experiencing those things. So I've worked with stylists in the past. I mean, they could have a damn head cold and they're calling in and I'm like, a head cold, like you a little stuffy boo, you fine. And I hate to be that blunt about it, but I'm like, you're not dying. And like, we all deserve time off and we have to put our health and stuff like that, but very much use it wisely. Matter of fact of like, you have a head cold, you may choose to take off and you can do that, but you may not reap the benefits of long-term clientele that will stick around whenever you truly are sick, because it kind of goes back to the story of cry wolf. Yeah. If you. Every time you get sick is kind of like the the story of you cry wolf when you actually are sick and can't come in. People are eventually going to have enough and they're going to choose to find someone else. Yeah. And that's coming from like, so in your industry, that's coming from like a customer is going to choose to possibly not see you anymore because you're canceling or you're rescheduling and they were looking forward to that appointment versus like you being the business owner having to like, you know explain to them. And I think I go into so many people can't see both sides. Like I go into, I love when people respect my time. So I'm going to equally, equally respect theirs. Yeah. So as a business owner, my expectation of my staff is you should never be showing up after your guest. I don't care if your guest is 15 minutes early. 
you, this is your career. This is not a mom and pop, especially my salon. We're not a mom and pop shop. So if you want this to be your career, step up. Like no one's going to hold your hand stepping up, but step up. Yeah. So if you want to be respected, because if you think about it in our industry, they get sick. Someone, if they blocked, if they booked in advance, they either took off of work. Yeah. They used a vacation day. They did this. They found childcare. They So if I want them to respect my time of them running late, why would I not respect theirs as well? Right. So I point. think it goes hand in hand. No, I think that was a really good point. I, I love this one. I think we are going to be able to dive in even more business stuff. I think this one was just like opening the door of so many thoughts we have about our businesses. So I'm excited to see like what other business topics that we want to dive into. So thank you guys so much. This one was fun. This is so fun. This is like, like the very tip of the iceberg, I feel like as what we plan on going into, especially business related. Exactly. I agree. Well, thank you guys. We will see you very, very soon. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. As a couple ambitious millennials, each episode will indulge in unfiltered, relatable conversations about modern life, business, entrepreneurship, love, parenting, and good old daily chaos. Whether we're conquering the morning with coffee in hand or celebrating our wins at night with a champagne toast, we'll be here to recap it all. You can find us on social media in the description below. Until next time, cheers everyone! Bye.